Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is July the 8th, 2020, and it is the 116th day of the virus. And we are going to tell a story today that should end in awe. Let's see how we do. Jesus has just gotten finished feeding the 5,000. He sends the disciples off in a boat. He goes to pray, and now he catches up with them in a storm. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land. Now we find out what's the problem. Beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, so let's just pause for just a second. So they may have been nine hours into this trip by now. The fourth watch of the night is the fourth quarter of the evening from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So that means it's after 3 a.m., but before 6 a.m., late by anybody's standards. Uh, And in a storm, in a boat, with the 12 disciples, not Jesus, some of them boatmen, some of them not, beaten by waves, and the wind being against them, probably still dark, and we find out that they're not close to any shore, a long way from the land. So, verse 25, this is from Matthew 14, by the way. And in the fourth fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea, crazy. So we find here the Lord is sovereign. We found last time he was sovereign over food and fishes and land and sea and digestion. And we have here again, now he's Lord over water and surface tension and gravity and somehow he's propulsing himself. Uh, mastery over this created world and we ask the question who is they they ask the question number one who is this and then they find out it's Jesus and then they ask the question well who's who's Jesus that can do all this these are good questions and then they ask the question the third question is where are you and fortunately we have a great metaphor of that as he comes to them. So in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. Like, weren't they terrified about the storm? It doesn't say, at least in this account, that they were terrified by the storm. But they were now they were terrified, and they said, It is a ghost, a phantasma. And they cried out in fear. So they were not just afraid, they were uh, squeak out loud afraid. Like their fear leaked out of their mouths as they cried out in fear. And then verse 27, But immediately... 
So first of all, you got to give the disciples just a little bit of cre- not credit, but cut them a little bit of a slack. It happens. This happens immediately. So they're struggling against the wind and darkness and and waves. And somebody, and they're out in the middle of the lake. They're not near land. Nobody's walking, you know, knee deep in water. It's it's the real depth. And somebody, somebody, something was walking on the water, and they don't know what it is, and who could, and who can blame them? And so they make a, an assumption, and they, and they, they don't say, "Jesus, is is it you?" No, they they immediately assume, and it's their first reaction is they've they are seeing some sort of a, a ghost, maybe an evil spirit. And they cried out in fear. And certainly if an evil spirit, that would be a reasonable thing. That's that's good thinking on their, on their part. But then Jesus says, and doesn't let them uh, fester in this thought for very long, Jesus says, immediately he speaks to them and says, take heart, it is I. Take heart. So they had lost heart, as, as I think I would too. And then he says, it is I, ego a me. So the, the Greek hearkens, I think, back to I am. I think he says, when Moses was before the Lord in the burning bush, and he turns aside, and after the Lord saw him turn aside, he says, I'm going to send you to Pharaoh, and I'm going to be with you. And then Moses says, who should I say... Uh, sent me and he says what is his name what shall i say to him when when pharaoh asked me that question and god says to moses i am who i am say to this people of israel i am has sent you and i think jesus at least hearkens if not directly refers to that and jesus says it is i i am don't be afraid i am the lord and then demonstrates that by his, by this incredible power So, just in conclusion today, we, we're halfway through the story. There's incredible stuff tomorrow. Peter shines. I think today it's not that there's not going to be storms, and obviously there is. Take a look at your life and the people's lives around you. The question I think they're asking is, who is this? Okay, well, now it's Jesus. Okay, I got that. And then, who is Jesus? Is he really the the I am? He's demonstrating this. By the way, I'm Lord over gravity and surface tension. And then I think the other question that that is, is a subtext of this text is, where are you? Where are you, Lord? Are you going to be with me? When when the Lord in Deuteronomy 31 is talking to Joshua. He says, don't be afraid because I'm the Lord, your God, who goes with you. It's one thing to be the Lord. It's the other to be the other thing to be the Lord who goes with you. So I think our prayer today and my prayer for us is, number one, be Lord. And then secondly, be the Lord here. I bless you, my brothers and sisters, in your circumstances today.